Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Waiting Warriors podcast. This is Michelle Bowler. I am the host and normally interview interviewer of the podcast. Um, but if you're new to the show, this year we started the first week of um, every month is me. I'm just kind of sharing with you what the theme of the month is going to be. Um, mostly on social media with what I share, but just a topic that I think is helpful for all of us to think about and things that have helped me and my waiting warrior journey and experience. So welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you guys are here. I really hope that you know that I appreciate so much for all of you who listen and share about the podcast. Um, I know just every message that you guys send me of certain episodes or just the podcast in general helping you means so much to me because that's all I want with this podcast. So for April, the theme of the month is going to be um, to take the load off of you. And um, first of all, big disclaimer, I'm a huge advocate for family quality time. Like March was all about simple things that we can do to build our bonds and strengthen those bonds with our family. Um, And there's no replacement for actively being involved as parents um, and just as a couple in any relationship. There's no replacement for that. But at the same time, I do believe that we can be smart and intentional with using good resources and tools that help our families and children and relationships without creating a ton more work for us, um, particularly as parents, especially since most of the time us waiting warriors are solo parenting very, very often. So On Instagram especially, um, because I share a lot in the stories with what the theme is, um, I'll be sharing a ton of products um, that are everything from entertaining to educational, normally, hopefully, like doing both at the same time, because that's the zone that I like to be in that entertains my kids, but is also educational, but also things that I've learned over the years that have helped me kind of (laughs) slowly... make our home function better, um, and including the kids in that process. I also have this super awesome thing that, um, we're still testing out, um, and I'm still working on, so I can't talk about it quite yet. I'm not going to share quite yet what it is, but I'm testing something out that will help a lot with the emotional stressors and roller coasters that our kids go through with this um, life. And I think I found a really amazing tool that will help us help our kids learn how to tackle um, tackle better and help more in a more healthy way handle this life. Cause I know that's something that I've really struggled with is how to help my kids when they are 
clearly reacting to what is going on with us being a military family um, and all that in, that it encompasses. So stay tuned for that. Um, I will talk about that like towards the end of the month. I'll probably have it on the podcast, but for sure it will be all over social media. So stay tuned for that because it's amazing. And um, yeah, so that's what's going on throughout the month. But today I wanted to share something that keeps coming to my mind, especially as I've been preparing for this baby. For those of you who don't know, as I'm right now um, recording this, maybe not when you're listening to it, you might be listening to it at a later date, but I am due in two weeks with baby girl number four. And then shortly after Austin, my husband will be deploying. Um, so that's really exciting. And as I've been preparing for both of these huge events, something that keeps on popping to my mind is that the lazy way is not normally the easy way of living. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be superwoman. I'm not saying that there aren't seasons in your life that you need to let certain things go. I'm not saying that deployment or when your husband's shift changes or any solo parenting season is a time to expect every single thing on that, like the longest to-do list that we all seem to be able to create so easily. Not all of those things are going to get done. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I'm not saying that you have to have a perfectly immaculate house and really good meal prep and your kids involved in every single extracurricular that they want to and you look good 24-7 and all of those things. That's not what I'm saying. Um, What I'm saying is that during those seasons, for me what and what I've experienced, it's really important to sit down with yourself and decide what your priorities are and not get lazy with those things. It's not the time to throw in the towel and let yourself go in every single aspect of your life and just hope that you and the kids survive and turn out okay at the end. It's not okay to just accept that the dishes are daunting and or that laundry just takes 10 days to get folded and put away or that you're this is just not the time that you're going to be able to put yourself for first and exercise. Okay, I have no idea what the origin of the quote is, but I've heard it from multiple sources. The quote's this, hope is not a strategy. And I know it may sound a little strange to think that you should strategize your life, but yes, 1000% you should strategize your life. One thing I want you to do is um, to first stop and think for a minute where you see your relationship, your marriage, and your family being in 10, 20, 30 years. Or like think of the specific moment when your loved one retires from their current service. What do you want your family to be like? And not just the, I want X amount of kids or have X amount of education done or things like that. Don't just think of situations, but think of the feelings as well. What feelings do you want present there? What emotions? So for example, I'll share what I want it to look like. 
When we leave the military, I want to be sitting at the retirement ceremony surrounded by my kids and family, looking at Austin with just this overwhelming amount of love and pride in what he's accomplished and respect for what he's done and how he's done it. And I want my kids to feel that same way. I want to be holding his hand, just excited for the next adventure that's coming, whatever it's going to be. I want us to be completely debt-free and ready to buy or build the, the house that we've been like dreaming of all these years of moving all the time. I want to make sure that I take a moment that day and have a long prayer of gratitude for all the ways my Heavenly Father has sustained me and blessed me, my husband, and my family. That's what I want that day. Now, just with that description of a sweet, tender day that I look forward to, I know it's not going to happen by chance. Because one, statistics tell us that all the time, <laughs> we hear these statistics all the time, um, of what's going to happen to family families who are waiting warriors, right? We hear them all the time. And two, I think we've all seen what can happen to relationships and families who give the service that we give. Okay, but in that dream, there are specific things that I want to have happen. And those things aren't going to happen by chance. Now, I don't know about you, but I've been to promotions. I haven't been to a retirement ceremony personally yet, but I've been to promotions where service members are alone. And it's not because their family has already moved to the new location and he was following the next day. I remember in high school, we had a few police officers who were assigned to our school, and there was one who always hung around longer than others. He was awesome. He would talk to us like adults, but would call us out on our dumb teenage crap. He, you know, was like, he was the cool one, but he didn't, he still didn't let anybody get away with anything. And he was a great officer. But I remember a distinct um, afternoon walking to the parking lot after having a basketball practice and overhearing this police officer talking to one of the teachers who was just leaving. And he said something to the effect of, I have nothing to go home to now, so I figured I might as well stay here a little longer and do some good. Now, I have no idea the background of that story. But I have never forgotten that. And since becoming an army wife, I have remembered it often because that is not how I want my family to turn out. I want my husband and my kids to want to come home. I want there to be a reason to come home, but that's not going to simply happen. And that's why hope isn't a strategy because that's what I want, but it's not going to simply happen. We can hope all we want that life will turn out a certain way, but unless we stop and think about what we are going to do to get there, it's not going to happen. Okay, but Michelle, the theme for the month is taking the load off of you, and you're talking about needing to be intentional and putting work towards things. That sounds contradictory, right? Like, I I recognize that that can sound contradictory, maybe at first, but hear me out and hopefully I can connect all of these dots. I think when we know what we really want, um, what we actually want our life to look like now and in 10 years and all of that, 
it makes a lot of decisions easier and it lets us let go of things that we think are important but aren't. Does that make sense? So that's going to mean something different for you than it is for me. But that's kind of the beauty and the frustrating part of it. Because if you're like me, especially when presented with a challenge like having four little girls while a husband's deployed, you want to be told exactly how to do it and so you can come out on the other end successful. And if someone would just hand you a daily manual, you could get it done and everything would be fine, right? That's me. Like, just tell me what to do. It's the same way with like being healthy. Like, tell me what to eat and I'll eat it and I'll cook it and I'll get it taken care of because that's what I want. Just tell me what to do. But instead, we all have different needs and personalities, so there can't be a one-size-fits-all solution. But I think there still is some solid guidelines we can follow, and that is to pick the priorities that matter most in your life and give everything to those things. So if you have kids that you want to be connected with their dad, even though he's gone a lot, and you've discovered that exercise really sustains you physically and mentally, and reading um, whatever genre helps your mind find peace at night so you sleep better instead of just laying awake all the time or help and it helps you like wake up more rejuvenated then you need to put the energy and the work into making sure you're exercising every day that you're doing some research to find fun things your husband can do for the kids and help him make those videos of him reading the stories or the kids um, helping them write little notes and sending them with daddy to go while he's going to work or to put a care package together as a family or whatever those, those random things are that help you stay connected as a family. You're putting the energy and the work towards that. And then at night, you're going to read the latest library find that you have instead of watching the newest episode of The Bachelor. Even though it would be nice to have something to talk about to your friend who loves The Bachelor and when you do a play date, you know she's going to be talking all about it. But instead you do what works for you. And the awesome thing is that you know those are your priorities and what um what is best for me is like I know the answers to so many questions now because I have those priorities set. So when a friend wants to do a play date during workout time, it's a, we can't do it at this time, but how about this time? And I like, you don't have to feel bad about that because you're putting what you value most first. And that's what I mean by the lazy way isn't normally the easy way of living. Because I've experienced this personally for years of doing the opposite of this. I put everyone else's priorities before mine. I put the stereotypical priorities and responses to the stressors in my life. And I did those instead of what made me feel better. And not just my family's priorities, but it was good things like serving in my church or helping a friend or doing play dates whenever was most convenient for other people because for some reason I thought all would be lost if my kids didn't get more play dates. Really don't know why I put so much pressure on myself 
to be the person who could be so flexible and bend to what everybody else wanted. But the moment that I made certain boundaries and started saying no to certain things that weren't getting me to what my end goal was, life got so much better. And my load was so much easier. Being a wife of a crazy, busy, service-oriented man with a job that just required so much became so much easier because I knew I was taking care of what mattered most and what the most important things were. And the things that weren't getting taken care of, eh, you know, and I'll be honest, that took time to get comfortable with. Sometimes it meant that laundry wasn't folded and instead was just thrown into the kids' drawers and um, my husband's shirts were not hung up and organized how he would organize them. They were just hung up. Sometimes that meant that dinner wasn't something you'd see on the menu of a restaurant. It was whatever leftover main entree was in the fridge with a fruit and veggie. And sometimes that didn't like make any sense. It was taco salad meat with whatever pasta, like it just, it didn't make any sense, but it's what we ate. And guess what? Everybody has been fed and survived. Sometimes that meant my life didn't look how other people thought it should, or the way I did things wasn't how other people thought those things should be done. But you know what? I'm getting the end results that I really, really care about now. My marriage isn't perfect, but we love each other so much, like a whole lot. And we are learning to work better with each other every day because we care so much about each other. My kids still argue and have their fighting moments with me and with each other, but they spend more time playing the cutest little imagination games together, and they give each other hugs and kisses every night. My girls and I have our moments of feeling sad when Austin is gone, but we do things that help us still feel close to him and be proud of the work that he's doing instead of resenting that he's away. We aren't the most devout or um, studious with the scriptures, even though we love our God and our church. But we try to have the discussions, and our kids are slowly learning about the love that they can feel from their Heavenly Father. And that is so important to me. All of those things are what's most important. So, at least for me. But you need to figure out what you want your life to be like and prioritize the things that will get you there and get the load off of you of everything else that you should be doing or that your mother or your mother-in-law says you should be doing or that your friend is doing that you think looks awesome or any of that. Take that load off of yourself and let it go. You really are doing an amazing job. You are all so awesome. And I know that because even just by doing a simple thing of listening to this podcast so you can make your life better because it's about this waiting warrior life being a thriving one, 
that shows that you care. And that's so freaking awesome. You're doing a great job. And I just hope that you can take just a few minutes today and tomorrow to see how you can implement this and see what you can let go of and what you need to prioritize more just to make everything run so much smoother because you feel good about the accomplishments that you are doing and the things you are taking care of. You can feel so much more confident and comfortable when you know that what matters most is being taken care of. Okay, you're awesome. Have a great week. And don't forget, I know in March I mentioned it, but I'm still treating um, those who share about the podcast I'm sending out some treats. So if you write a review on iTunes or screenshot your phone while listening to the podcast, take a, p- a picture of you listening it, whatever you want to do, post that on Instagram or Facebook. Make sure you tag me. I'm the waiting warrior on both so I can see it. And then I'm picking people who share share those things and then write reviews and sending them goodies just as a huge thank you because it really does mean so much to me that you would spend your time listening and you want to share the goodness of the waiting warriors with others. So thank you in advance. I hope this is helpful for somebody. I just felt like I had to share. I know it's a little bit different, unconventional, not what you think will solve all your problems is not being lazy. We want to be lazy, but that's not always what helps us. You guys are freaking awesome. And have a wonderful week. Bye. Hi, guys. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I know I've been learning so much, so please share with any friends and family you know. Whether you know someone who is a waiting warrior, or if you just think one episode can shed some light to friends and family about what you're going through, share. And always remember, we're stronger together, and here we can thrive. Until next time, have an awesome day. Bye.